Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 108 in Edmonton. Hour number two of Oilers Now. If you missed the first hour of the show, uh, in conjunction with the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation 50-50 draw tonight, we had one of the surviving members of the Humboldt bus crash, Tyler Smith, on the show. And uh, he was outstanding, currently taking uh, RTA over at Nate Radio and Television Arts. Proceeds for tonight's game will support equipment and programming uh, with the 50-50, the REMAX Online 50-50 for the future Humboldt Tribute Center. And again, uh, we encourage fans to purchase 50-50 tickets at EdmontonOilers.com backslash 50-50. Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. They wish you and yours all the best during these challenging and uncertain times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and supply. So we had Tyler Smith and Louis DeBrusque in the first hour. Kevin Weeks and George LaRock in hour number two. Kevin Weeks brought to you every Thursday in Oilers Now. Uh, by our friends at Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication, and solar. And we head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline and join from the NHL Network, a longtime NHL goaltender and now uh, analyst Kevin Weeks. Hello, Kevin. How are you doing? I'm great, buddy. How are you? How are you doing? Good, man. Well, as good as we can be. I mean, uh, you're probably aware yeah, because you've got... You got relatives uh, and uh, relations in Al- in Alberta, and we're going back to stage one. I actually feel worse, like out of BC, as example, on the island. There there are not a lot of COVID cases apparently on the island, and they shut the restaurants down there too. So it's some, you know, yeah. it's it's a crappy situation for because in the states, Kevin, what's it like right now? Like it's kind of, like look at Lou Lamarillo's got two guys that he acquired last night, and those guys are going <laughs> into their play tonight for the New York. The New York Islanders. Exactly. Exactly. No, you know, quite frankly, it's, you know, obviously I've had a life between two countries and, and we live in the U S now it's for me, it's been north of 20 years. So I've almost split time pretty closely, evenly between the two countries. I'm always grateful to both of them, but um, there's no perfect, there's no perfect antidote in terms of how it was managed. But I can tell you this, as far as the vaccine rollouts, it's, it's been a lot slower back home in Canada, which is dip- disappointing to see because, 
it's a smaller, it's a big footprint as far as landmass, as you know. Yes. But relatively, comparatively speaking, we're pretty underpopulated. If you think about it, it's only, there's 35 million people in California and there's 35 million people in our whole country in Canada back home. So when you see uh, the vaccine rollout for those that want it, of course, it's obviously optional, but when you see the fact that it's more widely available here than it is back home with one-tenth the population back home and other countries of our population back home are smaller that have been fully vaccinated at those that want it and it hasn't and it's impacting so many people on so many levels back home, you know, be it uh, as it did here, um, but be it mental health, physical health, uh, emotional health, financial stability for, for individuals and family members and kids for school and kids for, for extracurricular activities and seniors and everybody else and business owners. And, and I know how, uh, you know, I know how entrepreneurial things are out there in Alberta. And it's, it's a very tough pill to swallow for people that for some people, this might be irreversible. Some of the damage it causes for them uh, financially and otherwise. So, uh, my hope is that we can get our act together back home in Canada and, and, and do a much better job of getting that vaccine rolled out for those that want it. And, and let's get back to some normalcy. I mean, you know, the reality is nobody's discrediting the virus in any way, but we want to protect the most vulnerable. That's what everybody said from the outset. So we want to continue doing that. My parents are seniors. My in-laws are seniors too. So I certainly respect that, of course, but we also want to have a sense of normalcy for, for everybody as well in a safe way. The way we've seen it here in the States. I mean, you know, I've seen that in, in New York and Metro New York. Uh, there's fans. If you can have fans in Madison Square Garden now, albeit socially distanced or the Prudential Center, you definitely should be having them in Rogers there in Edmonton and across Canada, like in a very safe and respectful way. You should have that. Uh, I'll give you a quick update here, uh, courtesy ourworldanddata.org. Here's the uh, COVID-19 vaccine doses administered per 100 people. Exactly. It's up to date as of today. Uh, the United States per 100 people is at 51.27, so over half the populations had at least mm-hmm. a single dose. Canada is at 18.5 per 100, so about one-third as many Canadians have received a single dose. All right, the trade deadline, and I know you're going to be all over this with the NHL Network, but Lou strikes early and in a big way. I had somebody say to me, is Lou Lou Lamarillo still a GM of the New Jersey Devils and the New York Islanders? How did he pull off and execute that trade? (laughs) And you played for him. I I played played, for Lou. I played, yeah, yeah, and he knows I've got a world of respect for him. I love Lou and, you know, he's one of the hardest working senior executives I've ever seen in the business. No excuses, no nonsense family atmosphere, ultimate professional, ultimate detail, which is why I resonated with, you know, we resonate with each other. What I love about him is he doesn't make any excuses. He's always on, he's always on, he's always on detail. And this one, this this trade specifically, I mean, to me, this one skews heavily in favor of the Islanders. You're getting my former teammate there in Travis Ajax and uh, and Kyle Palmieri, and you're getting those two guys to come into a team. Andrews Lee, their captain's out with the injury with the Islanders, and that Islander team is already a is already a Stanley Cup contender in my mind. And you just strengthen those chances by acquiring two veteran players, one right winger in Palmieri that can still shoot and score and provide some veteran leadership, and Travis Ajax that can stabilize the middle, play in all situations, maybe more of a third line center, but has played in the Stanley Cup final before. Tons of experience in the league, over a thousand games played. So, I thought he, I thought that the Islanders heavily won that trade because New Jersey is also retaining salary in that too. So, great, great move by the Islanders, and 
for the Devils, the tough thing on this, and I'm not necessarily sure how much of this falls on um, on, on the management and how much of this is an ownership decision. But Stoff, you know this too. At some point, you got to start building and, and having some sustainable pieces. It's one thing to have the young pieces, but you need the other yep. veteran players around them. So I'm curious to see how this works out from the Devils' perspective. But I'm bullish on the Islanders on this trade and, 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 fa- and it being in favor of them for sure. Well, look, they went to six games last year in Edmonton uh, against right. Tampa. I mean, they're right there. Yeah. And now they've added exactly. two more two more guys up front, albeit they won't have Lee. But they've got to, like, I just look at the strength down the middle for that team. Uh, Barzell, Nelson, uh, they got the best. I think Pajot's the best third-line center in the NHL. Pajot's awesome. Right, and then and then you got you got Sezikis, and now you got Zajac. Like, who has that down the middle? No one. Hundred percent. Listen, that's that's why you know you you look at uh, what's what's a head scratcher for me is I've been asked a lot about Boston. A lot of people have been asking me, and I you know I've done some TSN back home lately, and and some of the conversations on and off camera, people are saying, okay, well Boston, they got to be in on Paul Mary. They have to be in. I don't know what's going on in Boston. I've got six former teammates in that organization. But between coaching and managing, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the mandate is, but they've been eerily quiet. Like, yep. off-season, they didn't do anything. Just right now, it's coming down the pipe in the trade deadline. They haven't done anything. I don't know what's going on with the Bruins, but I do know, and as I told you, I know Lou Lamorello very well. And having played for him, I'm not surprised that he was able to sneak in like a Navy SEAL and do what he did. All right. Uh, some people have suggested to me, and maybe mm. you, one of the guys that suggested this to me also told me that P.K. Subban mm. was going to be traded to New Jersey, so you can connect the dots here. Taylor Hall may have been in the mix <laughs> with the Islanders and is in the mm-hmm. mix in Boston. And now the question I have for you, Kevin Weeks, is is because of the Brett Connolly dump deal that was made today and Florida gave yeah. up Henrik Borgstrom, who had stagnated as a prospect of their organization, are the Florida Panthers now in on Taylor Hall, do you think? Does that make sense at all? I mean, if, if you're reading the tea leaves in, in, out east here, maybe to some extent I could see that um, as a complementary piece. Obviously, we know Barkov drives that team. Him and Huberdo drive that team offensively. Yep. They're two of the best offensive players in the league. Two really good young men, good leaders. I like those guys a lot. But as far as a need on a need basis, I mean, Florida certainly has the cap availability to do it, especially given the uh, the injury to their stud defenseman this year, and Aaron Ekblad, who was having a career season. You know, we talk about Darnell. Uh, Aaron Ekblad was right there in that conversation too, along with Darnell for the Norris um, on, prior to Ekblad's gruesome injury. So they do have some cap space. And I listen, Stoff, I mean, if I go up and down the eastern seaboard, if it's not Boston, then my thought would be it's Florida. Carolina's already stacked. We know Tampa's already stacked. Um, you know, I don't know. Like the way the Islanders are stacked, Washington's in a good spot. Uh, Pittsburgh doesn't have the cap room. So it, it, it would have to, for me, if it's on the Eastern Seaboard, it's either Boston or uh, it's Boston or Florida, to your point. What about Toronto and Canada? Does that make any sense at all? I don't. I, I like Toronto's mix a lot right now. I really like Toronto's mix. As long as Jumbo... And Wayne Simmons and them are healthy up front. I like Toronto's mix. Plus, they have the youngster Robertson, the young, the young Robertson's brother. He's, he's down there, the Marlies, who can score, score the lights out. He led the Owen goals two years ago. He played up last year in the playoffs a little bit, um, and he can score. So I like their mix right now. I wouldn't really tinker. I know they're looking for a second line. Supposedly they're looking for a second line winger, but 
they're already explosive. I mean, they're like the oil. The oil can put an eight, an eight spot on you in any night. And I feel like the Leafs have that too. And that's a pretty good weapon to have. So, listen, are they a better team if they get Taylor Hall? Yeah, of course. Nobody's going to discredit Taylor right. Hall for sure. But from a need standpoint, I always thought, here, stop, here's the thing. Where are they to land on the need? Do they need him? No. Could they want him? Yes. I think a team like Boston needs him even more. They don't have any scoring in the bottom six. I'm with you. Like, Boston doesn't have any scoring in the bottom six. From a need standpoint, I would have to say that, that he should be going to Boston. Uh, we're joined by Kevin Weeks for Canadian Power Pack. Kevin, we had Ken Holland on the show on uh, on, tu- on Tuesday. We had to move the interview up because the orders were playing uh, yesterday during the day and then uh, tonight, and then the team's flying tomorrow in a Calgary. Um, mm-hmm. and, and Ken said he's not an ageist. He doesn't care how old Mike Smith is. He's like, look, I had Chelly until he was in his late 40s. That's I had true. I had Hasek until he was 43. You know, goal. I mean, sure. you had a per, your last year in the NHL was a pretty good year. You had a 920 save percentage. Uh, Mike Smith's 13, three and two, 919 save percentage. Is this a guy teams have? Is 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 this a guy? I know he's 39. Is this a guy organizations have to potentially look at as an option in goal next season? Totally. I mean, why would you not? You know, you, we're in the performance business. I always say there's this metric. Everybody looks at it differently, right? And when you and I can certainly align with Kenny on this, with Kenny Holland. There's performance and there's perception. And I feel like in our business, a lot of people over-index on perception. It's this because I want it to be that. It's that because I like it to be that, but not because it is that. Do you know what I mean? Yep. And I think if you're objective enough to your question, when I look at Mike Smith, if I'm an opposing team or the Oilers for that matter or anybody for that matter, hey, we know he's in impeccable shape. We know he's a great teammate. We know he's a consummate professional. And we know he can kick. And he can still handle the puck and he can still kick. And he's playing exceptionally well. So where's the downside? Like you know, all those things are attractive. So all those performance metrics for me, all those boxes are ticked. And the intangibles as far as character and all those things, you know, is super high on that index too. So I would totally think that a team would be looking at him and should be looking at him. Here's another one. Like, this off season, Zdeno Char was available for seven fifty. Like relatively speaking, for Zdeno Char, he's playing for free in the yep. National Hockey League. He's a future Hall of Famer. Anybody could have had him, and Washington didn't really need need him, but they certainly could use him. And Labby, you know, has him in his second pair on most nights. So there are some of those veteran, some of those veteran players that are available that can bring stability, that can bring performance that are great with young players and you can still count on them now in, 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 in different roles that you need if you want to go deep in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Stop, you know this. That whiteboard in the, in the GM's office or the coach's office, it always looks clean and sexy and, and ideal in June and in July come free agency. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, and the folks in Edmonton know you've seen more than your share of the playoff game. Coming down the stretch, once you get down the stretch, you start rubbing those hands together and it's Stanley Cup playoff time. You, need, you know you need a full roster. You know you need depth at every position. I don't need to tell you guys that out there. You know that all too well. All right, I'm going to ask you two quick hitters on teams you know well. Last two years, 938, mm-hmm. and this season a 931 save percentage for a guy in Florida that is represented by Edmonton's Jerry Johansson. That is Chris Dreger. Is this guy ready to make a Cam Talbot-esque step to the next level? He is 27 in May. Got the goods. Winnipeg, he's got the goods. I mean, I saw him up close several times, and I saw him up close last year. We're at our place in Miami um, 
And, and I saw him up close. I, said, this, I spoke to Roberto Luongo about him. I talked to Roberto about him. I've talked to Francois Lair about him. Everybody says great things about him, and I echo those things with my own eye test. I think he has the goods. I think he has the temperament. You know, as long as he stays as focused as he is now, because stop, we talked about it about three shows ago here with you. Yep. Um, it's been a long road for him, but he's earned it. And I got to tell you, right now, I did Colorado radio earlier for the Avalanche. If I'm the Avalanche, unless they know that Jonathan Bernier is healthy, I'd be trading for Chris Drieger tonight. Like maybe this afternoon. He's big. He's mobile. He, he plays an efficient game. Think of how good of a goalie he had to be to, to play alongside Bobrovsky and at times outplay Bob till Bob's, you know, rediscovered his form. Right. Like that that says a lot. That 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 there's a lot there to unpack. So I really think Drieger has an opportunity to answer you. Uh, to play more games and take his game to the next level, for sure. No question. I think he has that that ability for sure. All right. So the Carolina Hurricanes, you spent some time in that organization. They're as deep as any team in the NHL. Uh, I mean, they, they got a they got a solid. Totally. They're a deep team. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure they'd like to move some money out on defense. So here's where I'm going to go. What is going on? Has Jake Gardner lost the plot? Here is he's he's thirty. And I'll tell you why. No. Because if, if Clefbaum can't play, the Oilers are going to need a second pairing left shot D. Is Gardner right. capable of still doing that? This it looks like he's fallen out of favor in Carolina. Yeah, he's fallen out of favor in Carolina, and you know, they really have a lot of redundancy on the back end too. Because don't forget, their alpha offensive guy has become Dougie Hamilton, right? He's their he's their yep. alpha offensive defenseman, and then some people would say either Pesci or Slavin. Or either one of those two guys on any given night are their ace all-round defensemen, and then you you know you add you add Brady Shea to the mix and a youngster Hayden Fleury who you guys should know from out there really well, who's come in and played well too. So they're sitting pocket aces on their back end. They're stacked, and and really if you don't have Jake Gardner in an offensive role the way he was a lot of times in his career with Toronto, then he's he's kind of out of the mix so to speak. Is it something that the oil should look at? Sure. I mean, I, I would certainly consider it. But off season, I mean, off season move, off season wise, off season. Of course, I would consider yep. it. But in season, right now, stuff. Somebody that people aren't really talking enough about is David Savard in Columbus. Like I think, when you look at the cleft bomb size and reach and everything else, yeah, and that of Darnell, I think a guy like David Savard, he's a pending UFA too. And I mean, if you can get him, depending on what the price would be on him right now, I mean, Philly certainly needs him way more than the oil do, especially the way Darnell's going and the way Tyson Berry's going right now, and Ethan Bear's healthy. But I would certainly look at it. I would certainly consider that right now if I were the oil, because I think that's a bar. He's an old school. He's a lot like Brent Seabrook in a sense, right? Like not yeah. as offensive, but steady, hard to play against. Goalies love having him in front of him, tough in front of the in front of the net box out opposing forward. So I would look at a guy like that maybe as a complimentary piece because they all have a shot to do some damage here right now. You know, they're currently second in that Scotia North division. And the way Leon and Connor, Connor and Leon, and, and as I said, Darnell and Tyson Berry and Smitty and them are going right now. I, I like I like the Oils game right now. They can do some damage here in the postseason. Kevin, great stuff as always. We appreciate your time. My, my pleasure, buddy. Thanks for having me on, and thanks to everybody out there at Berta, too. Stay healthy, stay safe.
That is Kevin Weeks from the NHL Network for our friends at Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication, and solar. We'll tell you the guests on the show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village. Uh, they've got takeout options for you at jvedmonton.ca. We will come back and uh, we're going to start a new. That's right. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. A new feature on this show for Scott Arthur Millwork and Cabinetry when we return on Orders Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 128 in Edmonton every Tuesday and Thursday until now, till the end of the NHL uh, draft weekend, courtesy of Scott Arthur Millwork and Cabinetry, we will have our prospects report. Now, this is a draft-eligible prospects reported. Scott Arthur Millwork, and again, a legacy of excellence. Make your new dream home or custom renovation a reality. Visit scottarthurmillwork.com today. And back at the 630 Chet Studios to talk about a couple Edmonton Oilers prospects that are going in the first round. Here's Brendan Escott. A couple Edmonton Oil Kings prospects. Yes, uh, Dylan, <laughs> Dylan nice Gunther, uh, we've seen him ranked inside the top five pretty much everywhere in these mock drafts. And that's because uh, with the Oil Kings, he put up in 12 games, might I add, 12 goals and 12 assists for 24 points this season. Absolutely otherworldly. Problem is you won't get to see him in Oil Kings colors again this year because, of course, he He's off to join Team Canada at the U18 Championship. Uh, Sebastian Kosa has been backstopping this Oil Kings team, and it's another set of gaudy numbers. 1.45 goals against average in 11 games played, a 9.42 save percentage. He's got a shutout to his credit, Bob. He's a perfect 11-0. and 0. Yeah, not bad. Uh, by the way, 24% shooting percentage for Gunther, plus 19 in 12 games. He's going in the top five for sure, and I have Kosa going in the top Top 25. All right. There's an old saying in the car business, cars cost less than what's asked, outstanding customer service is a key to business as well. Brent Ridge Ford is a 10-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. Why do they win it? Because they treat you fairly when you buy a vehicle. They offer fair prices on warranties, insurance coverage, and financing fees. So let Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford out of Wetaskiwin lend a hand. You can reach them at 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell and when we come back Edmonton's sporting icon out of Montreal George LaRock. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio 630 Chad